feel the burn this week as the Lost at Home podcast sits down with Vermont Junior Senator and Presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders. We ignore the issues and get to the matters Americans really care to know about, like who was Bernie's favorite Ghostbuster? Can we ban the sugar diarrhea that is artificial maple syrup? And what's a weekend at Bernie's really like? Find out at the Lost at Home podcast. Jeremiah Johnson. How we're gonna vote for Bernie this fall because he is the uh, the best candidate. Um, God, I'm so excited to actually have him on this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But before we get to, oh, did you record already? I did. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're, oh we're we're going, man. Uh, welcome back for another week, everyone. Uh, sorry, I didn't share. Thanks. Didn't notice you hit record. I always hit record. Well, That's at all some I do, point, you just didn't time. tell me you had this week. No, sometimes it's fun just to like, as you're like shitting out of your mouth. Just to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna fucking show this to the world because I get editing power, you and do. I I can and as long as it's there on the recording, it's fair game. So so maybe you could edit later. So anywhere in the middle of what we're talking about now could be the part where it, you know starts. True, true. But doesn't then, have to be way back be, when when I was just being an idiot. Yeah, it could it could be confusing. No, it won't. Well, it's okay. Yeah. Right. I can add, I can edit whatever sounds best. Whatever you guys just heard is uh, on purpose. Yeah. So uh, welcome back to the show. This is the Lost Known Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And uh, welcome again. Uh, we're glad everyone who has continued tuning in from the Dan Harmon episode. We know we got a lot of new listeners that week, and we want to say hi to all of you. And also hi to everyone who was listening before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we really just like, like fuck you on people who have been with us since episode one or 50 or 25. No, or, yeah. you're all important and we love you all. And we're really glad you came back again. Uh, this week we have a very special episode. Uh, we have uh, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, uh, presidential hopeful. I know, really hopeful. We're really, if you've listened to the podcast uh, in the recent past. We're pro-Bernie. We're, we're very, very pro-Bernie. We've been trying to like tout his issues and stuff not that he needs much help he's touting them very good and he actually does uh, a very good job very well i'm sorry and he does a very good job of touting them um in our interview layer i'm sure so we're really excited to have my let's take care of a little bit of housekeeping before we get into bernie yeah well let's take care of our housekeeping then we're going to jump right into the interview yeah, so people before we want to hear that yeah before we get to that um we'd like to give a shout out again to the in session film podcast uh they've been doing reviews for our website the lost and podcast.com and we appreciate their help. Um, their content's great. We like what they do. Uh, listen to their podcast. Subscribe to it on iTunes. Really, really good. Really, really funny guys. Uh, good take on uh, on media. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we've made a partnership with the Dark Hours podcast, which you can also find on iTunes. It is a horror podcast uh, dealing with everything po- uh, horror movie related. We love, um, we love horror. It's a great show. And they also are putting horror movie, indie horror movie reviews on our website. Uh, so if you go to lostonepodcast.com, not only will you find the music of Sonic Jalopy, uh, as well as old episodes of the show and new ones, and the occasional news story or Comic-Con feature that we go to, uh, but now you're going to start seeing intermediate uh, film reviews. Uh, in a few more weeks, we should have music reviews, 
and we may actually expand it to gaming. Um, keeping to the indie idea, though, we don't want to yeah. reiterate what other bigger websites are already doing. Yeah, the whole we're going to bring you something new and refreshing, something small. The loss between the cracks kind of podcast exactly. mentality of this. So we get we try to you know bring you the new stories like that. We try to bring you the indie folks. Sometimes we bring you a big get like Bernie Sanders or Dan Harmon. Uh, we also want to say uh, thanks to all of y'all uh, for tuning in last week. Where we apologize we couldn't make the full episode, but we really hope that you enjoyed uh the pull from the archives um you know again every once in a while we're stuck doing that uh we don't always like to do it but we know there's a bunch of stuff that listeners of the podcast may not have heard from back in our radio hour days so it's amazing uh, that's our third radio hour episode if you go back uh episode 25 50 and 75 ironically enough every 25th episode i know it's almost like we have like an issue every 25 episodes yeah totally like almost like it's almost uh what, what are those awesome shitty movies final destination or we can like predict like episode 100 we're, something fucking weird is going to happen. Yeah, so and we're going to uh, need to like pull so, one from the archives. But we yeah, really it was a good it. one and it was kind of a it was kind of a weird pick. I, I, I guess neither one of us really realized we just wanted to play that episode because we liked it. Well, I really but liked I, some of the takes was, we had on stuff. It, it, we there was some good stuff happening in 2000, especially the um, 2001. To, uh, yeah, well I mean the 2000s, early 2000s uh, when we started and um uh, or when when sorry, the start of that the new century here. So we had covered, you know, some late 90s, 2000, 2001 stuff that we kind of forgot about until we went back and like dug through the archives and were like, shit, yeah. this was good music. This was so, it was a good get, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah, so. Um, it, was, it was no Kurt Cobain interview from 94, but it was it was pretty good. I believe that takes care of the most most of our housekeeping. Uh, go to Audible, yeah. uh, what is it, audibletrial.com slash lost, lost yep. and uh, you can sign up for a free month of Audible. Uh, that's on them, but by using that link in particular, you get a free audiobook on us. Right. Uh, it's a 30-day uh, free trial, and you can choose from any one of their 119 books that they offer. Um, uh, it's up to 121 now. Uh, okay, they got a few new ones in. I yep. believe they got the uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey uh, Reversal of Fortune uh, book. What is it called? Grey? No, it's called Fifty Shades of Grey Reversal of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually an erotic fan the fiction. Quickening. Like, yeah, yeah. It's actually erotic fan fiction. Uh, of like, it's a fantasy erotic fan fiction of that. It's kind of like um, uh, George R. R. Martin meets um that guy that did all those other books, plus uh, E. L. James. Very nice. Okay. Um. Now oh, I, I just want to issue oh. one apology. Oh. Quick to you, Scott, because oh. I just realized we're sitting in a a, a pretty uh humid room, and. I smell like B.O. Oh. So I just wanted to give you a, you know an apology because we're early on in the show. It's just going to get worse from here. And I and I apologize uh, for the I, body. I, could, I can deal. You know why? Uh, we're about to talk to Bernie Sanders. That's true. In fact, I don't know why we're wasting any time here. You want to just go into it? Let's do that. And, and it's actually worth noting um, just uh, real briefly that, um, I mean, Bernie's actually coming to us from the campaign trail. Um, so he, he actually mentioned that we're going to be uh, possibly experiencing a little bit of choppiness because he doesn't have the greatest of... Uh, uh, service right now or for uh, or internet or anything like that so we're just going to bear with them so uh, hopefully things go good uh, here's bernie our guest today is a young up-and-comer in the field of politics he is a senator representing our great state of vermont for me and scott and he is seeking the democratic nomination for president of the united states ladies and gentlemen let's welcome senator bernie sanders welcome to the show bernie thank you i want to say thank you uh, scott and jeremiah for both of you I've not, it's been a long time since I was called a young up-and-comer, and that feels refreshing, so thank you. Absolutely. Um, we're really it's awesome having you on the show because, once again, we mentioned we are from Vermont. We followed your politics up up through. Um, I was actually curious because uh, a lot of your 
focus has been on the issues, on the issues, on the issues. And there was a recent Politico piece actually published regarding parts of your background that some were calling a hit piece. Um, what is it about your, uh, you know, your your issues that you're focusing on versus your background that you're trying to, you know, protect or, or, or hold on to? Look, my background is clear. There's transparency. You could go to my campaign website, of course. I'm, I'm hiding nothing. BernieSanders.com forward slash about. You could go to Sanders.Senate.gov. Anything and everything there is to know about me, it's out there. If you want to know my background, I was steeped in a pot of pure statistics and numbers at a young age. That's all I needed to know. That's that's, that's actually exactly, how I envisioned it. That's, yeah. that's how I saw it anyway. We've always had a lot of trust in you, Bernie. Yep. I've uh, I voted Bernie Sanders for a Vermont senator, I believe, every time for 18 years now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. Yes. Well, it's been the uh, 2006 was the first time, but the, the, before that, there was the House. Yep. Yeah. The House of Representatives. House and as our great Were mayor in Burlington. Were you with me back in Burlington? Yes. As mayor of Burlington. Were you with me? We were with you. Yes. Yeah, actually, I went to the Burlington event. It was uh, it was great. And I I, I was I was uh, I I went to UVM, so I was at UVM uh, University of Vermont in uh, the year two thousand two thousand one ish. So uh, we, I was very you know aware of who you were, and of course your uh, your your Burlington background, which we really appreciated. Over that's good. Over seventy percent of people who voted for me in nineteen eighty one as mayor of uh, Burlington are still supporting me to this day as as a senator running for president. Excellent. And that's the kind of hard numbers that we're going to take not only to Iowa and New Hampshire, but the White House. Great. Good to know. We, we're we getting a little bit of distortion on the line, Bernie. Oh, I'm sorry. Look, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. If there's distortion, I would probably have to blame it on the Wall Street banks. They don't support the message or the mission, not only of my campaign, but of working class Americans. If there's a problem with the connection, I think that we need to take it up with uh, not only the FCC, but also the corporations that they have been carrying water for for the last several decades. I, I think, I, I think they a, heard you, actually. It's coming yeah. through a lot more clear now. Exactly. Yeah, I, I would probably. That's the that power of the Bernie message. Kind of uh, us here in Vermont, we're all kind of on the same page. We're on the same side. We're, we're all pro-Bernie. My point was I yield the floor to you, my fellow colleague from Vermont. Go. Excellent. And, well, we actually had a question about speaking of uh, going back to Vermont and uh, everything like that. We know that social media and grassroots energy was a big part in the Obama campaign, getting him reelected and elected the first time. Um, how do you plan on utilizing social media more actively to let younger viewers know, hey, Bernie Sanders is a pretty cool dude? Well, look, we're facing a future where the top 1% of the top 4% has more percentage points than the bottom 40% of the bottom 90% year on year, given real inflation adjusted dollars. That message needs to get out however it can, not only on Twitter, and more popular social media uh, like Facebook, but also uh, secondary and tertiary social media outlets like Tumblr. And, and LinkedIn. I, look, I'm on Tumblr. I'm reblogging things on Tumblr. I'm act actively engaging in debates on the Tumblr blog. We're on Pinterest. I'm, I'm, I'm posting on Pinterest uh, various uh, cutout wigs that are fashioned after my, my old haircut. Um, we have an Instagram. I'm, I'm posting some summer vacation pictures of myself and my wife and our children and grandchildren on vacation on Instagram. Just some hot, some hot pics, some celeb pics of us living at large like celebrities. 
Wow, it sounds uh, it sounds like you're sticking close to the issues and the people for sure. Um, we really it, appreciate seeing that. It gets us into the life of Bernie, which everybody is really curious about. Really, but doesn't posting pictures of yourself as a celebrity kind of go against the modesty of the Bernie message? Look, I'm waging a 100% positive campaign that doesn't even allow one percentage point to anything negative. I'm so look, what we're gonna do is is fight for the American people like we fought for the people of a month. And for that to happen, the message needs to be out there. You need to say that not only is Bernie uh, right on the numbers, but his lifestyle is almost a, 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 it's, it's a new iteration of the Kennedy dream. I will enact my own Camelot, except this time Camelot will not be run on feudal uh, uh, organizing principles, but it will be a socialist paradise of a Camelot. That sounds pretty beautiful. Yeah. I, I cannot. I can understand some of the Pinterest posts. I just like that we're bringing back horseback. Right. As president, I promise that my on my vacations I will do more work than I do when I'm not on vacation. Is that possible? Yes, it is. Because look, when I go on vacation, I take a small U-Haul trailer with me. Let's say you know up to the board. You know, I take it up. You know, Lake uh, uh, up to Lake Champlain, Great Mountain, what have you. I take a small U-Haul trailer with me. And it's got nothing but statistics. I pack a large number of Bureau of Labor Statistics printouts, dot matrix printouts from from uh, hard budget numbers going back to 1982, and I read it there right on the dock of the lake. That's how I spent the vacation. Wow. That sounds like pretty hardcore. Um, Everyone knows Vermonters are some of the hardest workers in the country. That's right. Yeah, we got a lot that, of that. That hard. is something that someone like Jeb Bush does not understand, saying that Americans need to work harder. I think that Americans are already working harder, and it's time that we pass on some of the rewards to those who are working hard. You know, um, speaking of working hard, uh, we don't want to waste a whole lot of your time here. We're very grateful that you came on air with us and you're talking with us uh, to make sure that you get back. 20% of the minutes that I spend during an interview is greater than the top 12% of, the, of 90% of all other interviews from other presidential candidates combined. Continue. Yes. Uh, uh, with those statistics in mind, uh, I'm thinking maybe we move into our 10 questions we ask each of our guests that come up, and uh, we allow you the uh, the floor to answer. I already like this because there's 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 some numbers to get into. 10, I can handle it. It's a, it's a decimal system. Let's go for it. Okay. The first question is a little bit of a softball. It's to get you into this, to get you comfortable. Uh, our first question is, who is your favorite Ghostbuster? That's a hard one. Look. When I look at Ghostbusters, the classic Ghostbusters, I'm not thinking of the four Ghostbusters. I'm, I, I'm not thinking of any of them as someone that I would emulate. Do I like the intellectual properties of Egon? Yes. Am I there? Look, it's Peter Venkman. Does he have some unorthodox answers I think could help in a situation like we face in the country today? Sure. But when I look at Ghostbusters, the, the one that I want to emulate is not any of the four Ghostbusters, but Slimer. Slimer? Is there yes. the reason for that is? The reason for that is Slimer represents an American that, that, that is traditionally hated and people are afraid of him, just like the working class. But when you get down, when you get to know him, you realize that he's not just hurling dishes of food around from a truck from a little hand caught from in hotel hallways, but he's also lovable. Not only is he lovable, 
but he is on the side of good, especially when you do the animated series. So when I say, as president of the United States, I promise to govern like Slimer. I might, I might, I might shake some things up at the very beginning, but by the end, I'm going to be very endearing. And you're the good guy. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. So you're the first person to say Slimer, honestly. So you're thinking outside the box already. Um, we're going to go with another little bit of a pop culture reference. We're all familiar with the 1989 Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Silverman comedy Weekend at Bernie's. What's a weekend like at the real Bernie's? Look, I gave you a little hint of that before. I like to go, I like to get some some, some large printouts. Sometimes my uh, my wife and I will get transcripts of old United Nations hearings and just we'll pick one part or the other part and read it to each other. Um, I assure you that unlike the picture weekend at Bernie's, I have never I have never uh, propped up, pretending to be alive and very healthy. I'm very much alive. And uh, my parties, however, are equally boring. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to number three. Uh, if you went face-to-face with Donald Trump in the general elections tomorrow in a debate, what would you say to him? What I would say to Donald Trump if I was face-to-face with him was, would be, first of all, say it, don't spray it. Because, I've look, I've been in the same room as him a couple of times here or there. And look, he he has a tendency to you know he foams at the mouth he gets a little he gets a little agitated, and then some you know something comes flying at you. And I don't need that. Secondly, I would say to him that not only are the American people hardworking, but those who are immigrants here from other cultures, other places, Mexico, what have you, Singapore, wherever it is, they also deserve a place at the table. And to castigate an entire nation of people, entire race of people, an entire culture of people, simply for being who they are, is not only ignorant, it is also irresponsible in this day and age. Oh, well said, actually. Well yeah, said. I like that. Uh, that's the Bernie I know and love. Absolutely. Um, and we're going to get back to Vermont a little bit here. Being from Vermont, are the rumors true that you plan to, as president, ban all artificial maple syrup, including Aunt Jemima, uh, in an effort to boost Vermont maple syrup exports? Look, I'm not... I, look, I, I, I am a radical, but I'm a realist radical. I do believe in reforming sur- sur- the syrup, the military syrup complex, which has too long has governed America's breakfast tables. In an ideal world, yes, I would ban all syrups that have high fructose corn syrup that are not directly tapped from Vermont trees or similar maple trees. However, I'm willing to work with some people across the aisle and perhaps grandfather in Mrs. Bowers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, moving on to number five, uh, your folk album has recently resurfaced. I want to point out, I want to take this time to point out oh. that 50% of the questions that were on the slate have already been asked. That's, oh. that's one, that's one out of every two questions that were on the slate have now been answered. Thank you. Go on. Okay. Thank you. Um, your folk album has resurfaced in the past recent months. Uh, folk is so 1980s something. Any thoughts on modernizing uh, modernizing your music for today's youth? Uh, say like a Bernie Sanders hip hop or rap or dubstep or anything like that. Uh, what would it sound like? Sure. Yes, I'm sitting down. Look, we're taking readings. I've got look from time to time. I have uh, supporters who are, who are members of the artistic community. They're artists. The musicians, what have you, 
I'm willing to sit down with them and talk hard numbers about what kind of musical singles we could put out. Am I willing to do a duet with Adele? Maybe. Am I willing to sing the theme song to the next James Bond blockbuster motion picture? Perhaps. Especially if the James Bond villain would be modeled after a Bernie Sanders type reform reformer. <laughs> that would be an interesting look. If I got to play a Goldfinger type character and or sing the theme song, that would be ideal. Okay, so you're going straight up multimedia. You're thinking like you're thinking movies and everything. Look, you gotta package yourself. Look, I'm a socialist, but I'm also a realist. <laughs> that well, makes that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. I actually uh I, I wanna actually ask this. This is probably uh, dear near and dear to you heart your heart. Uh what is your favorite statistic of all time? That's a very good question. My favorite statistic over 90% of calculations of pi fail to take into account the fifth and sixth digit of pi, 3.14. No one knows where it goes after that. And as president, I promise to enact uh, not only legislation, but also call for an investigation, an independent prosecutor, to look into how many digits pi is actually calculated to. So we find out what the real statistics are behind the statistics. Yeah, it sounds like a statistician's wow. dream come true. Yeah, it's a very Wet meta. dream come yeah, true. Very meta. Uh, the top 12% of statisticians in the industry today not only support me, but have already been a campaign. That's a positive sign. Absolutely. Uh, at least it's a good start, if nothing better. Yeah, I don't know how many statisticians there are out there, but... They or how many maybe. are of good merit or aren't already, like, outed as racist. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, something about statisticians, they tend to be racist more than not. You think? I noticed in my own life. I think, like, 40% of statisticians. I need to get the hard numbers before I can weigh it out. Fair enough. Very good. Well, well, maybe on your next vacation you can look into that. That, That's a good idea, but I'm backed up. I've already got some speeches. Um, I've I've already got some speeches from from, uh, the Federal Reserve from back in the 1980s uh, when Volcker was chairman, and I have to go through those uh, during the August vacation months. (laughs) Oh, okay. you got your report cut out for you then. All right. Uh, well, here, here's an easy one. Um, number seven, Vermont's own Ben and Jerry's comes up with some clever flavored ice cream based on famous people, different pop culture subjects of interest. Uh, describe what your dream Bernie ice cream would be from Ben and Jerry's. Well, look, I look, I know Ben and Jerry. I've worked with them. I served with them. I've actually served ice cream with them. And I think that the best flavor would be if you could a Bernie Sanders flavor would be called uh, Feel the Bird. And it would be uh, it would be a uh, plain vanilla, but with all the sugar, with any sweetness, take it out and replace. Look like almost like a fortune cookie in the middle of the ice cream. There would be just a readout of little statistics. So when you finished eating the ice cream, you would pull like a little ribbon of paper out of your mouth, and suddenly there would be some statistics on unemployment numbers, on uh, the real value of the dollar using inflation-adjusted statistics, etc. Every time you get to the bottom of your scoop. So it's like the statistics core, like they've yeah. got like a like almost like a stock ticker with statistics stuck in the middle. Uh, hopefully not uh, as much of a choking hazard. Of, of sugar-free vanilla. Of sugar-free vanilla. <laughs> I want to have two scoops of pure vanilla ice cream that are put on either side of a waffle cone to mimic to look reminiscent of the hairstyle that I have. Oh, oh very yeah. good. All I right, like that. Well, that'd be like the counter version of it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. It'd be hard to shove that into a pint and keep it looking oh, well, the way he would imagine it. It's probably working. Quite short. Look, look, there's certain ways. It's, it's presentation, it's in the room, it's all things being equal. If it's if you're able to do it in a perfect world, that's how it would look. Absolutely. All right, well, we're going to move on to number eight here. Um, 
You've made your tax records public for years now. Um, any chance you would do the same for your browser history? Sure. I have nothing to hide. I've actually, you know, I've never, I've never deleted any item in my browser history. I, I'm willing, I've opened, look, I've seen some dirty websites. The dirtiest website I've ever visited uh, was the Federal Reserve website, federalreserve.gov. I've looked at some of those numbers, and they're, they're practically, they're inhuman. They're practically exploitative. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not proud that I, that I visited websites like that, but I'm not going to hold it from the American people. Okay, well, that's the, that, there you go. We're getting back into the, the, the transparency aspect of Bernie. You're okay opening some of this stuff up, despite what some of the papers and the media have said about you being on one issue. You're willing to actually go back and say, Listen, this is who Bernie is. You know, this is absolutely who Bernie is. So uh, we appreciate that. All right, uh, number nine. If you could choose any running mate, living or dead, who would be on the ticket with you and why? That's a very good question. Look, I have to look for not only somebody who would be qualified for the vice presidency, but also someone who would be able to work with the framework for what my vision for the country is and for the American people. With that in mind, I'm looking at people like Elizabeth Warren. I think her record on the banks on keeping Wall Street in check is good. Uh, otherwise, I'm looking at people. I'm looking at people like uh, the surviving members of the Grateful Dead. I think any one of them, now that they've wrapped up a musical career, might be able to go on to a second career in the White House in a vice presidential capacity. And I'm also taking a hard look at Ben and or Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and or the first uh, co-vice presidency. Maybe. Maybe. looking into with a constitutional lawyer. <laughs> Perfect. It would be very efficient having two. They could do twice the work. Or they just uh, only have to do uh, half the work each to get. We oh, can, like we could, we could wrestling style. They can tag yeah. in and out. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking tag team uh, vice presidency. All right. That's yes, and speaking of tag team, I'm not opposed to also perhaps nominating some other Jesse Ventura to shake things make it really crazy oh, wow that would be something crazy because i hear jesse ventura has a lot of uh crazy ideas some conspiracy theories he's just about off the grid right now so yes that's that's what i've come to understand but i'm looking look i know the if I, I, you get you gotta aim high and if, you, and if that doesn't work out you gotta aim for what you can get all right well we're gonna we're gonna go on uh question number 10 if that's okay with you um We've uh, we're this we always end it with like a ten words or less kind of thing. Get somebody to kind of wrap things up in a nice little pot. We know that you are really concerned about the issues, especially the wealth gap in America. We want you to, in ten words or less, um, explain how you would close the wealth gap in the United States. Thank you. Well, I don't know was that Scott or was that Jeremiah? That was Jeremiah. I hope these these words don't come off the total for my answer. In in, in short, in ten I words believe, or less. So I understand. I heard the first time. In short, I believe that the American people deserve a fair shot like previous generations got in this country. Life has never been fair, but I think those who strive to make it less fair are, are those that we need to combat and bring into a lot of dialogue about how we, as a people and as a nation and as a, as, as a worldwide global species, can continue to evolve and live and thrive on the earth. In, in harmony with it, but only in harmony with it, but with, with respect for future and past generations. How many words was that? Uh, ten. Exactly. Yeah, I think I counted ten. Right, well, look, I'm going, look, I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to filibuster the, the tenth question. I'm not going to stick to ten words. I think that there's a constitutional crisis, and it calls 
for a filibuster, so I will not yield the floor. I believe that the top 12% of 2% of the middle 17% of, eight, of let's say, 28% of the bottom 9 tenths of 2 thirds of 1 fifth is equal to 0.0014 okay. of that same right. 2 fifths. I think that answers it, right? Yes, well, thank you. You could look, you could find me, uh, Bernie Sanders, all over the place. Feel the bird. If you don't feel it, go seek it out. It's good. Right. <laughs> very nice. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much for being on, Bernie. You got it. Sure. All right. As many of you may have noticed, that was not actually Bernie Sanders. Um, that was uh, actually the impressionist extraordinaire James Adomian doing one of his many impressions. He's been um, really uh, well known recently and kind of in the spotlight for his Bernie imp- impression and impersonation. Actually, if you see him on stage, he does in Funny or Die, he does kind of an amazing uh, impression with his getup and everything. Totally worth checking out. Um, James was the 2010 Last Comic Standing Top 10 finalist. Um, of course, he's known for his Bernie Sanders impression, which has gained a lot of traction, but he has a wide array of other impressions under his belt, um, including a spot on Louis C.K., which he has put uh, together on um, uh, Children's Hospital. Uh, along with a very interesting rendition of Rihanna and Madonna and Freddie Mercury in the same exact, and Kate Upton in the same exact episode. He does a really awesome Jesse Ventura, which you may have either heard and or seen on Comedy Bang Bang. Um, His IMDb page has credits that are way too long to list in its entirety, so I suggest you look it over, but to list a few... Hey, he was a voice in Adventure Time? I I saw, I was going to ask if you'd seen that, because... I've seen them all, but I'm not sure which one that was. No, I mean, if if you noticed it on on his IMDb, because I knew that, like... he he was Bush in uh, Harold and Kumar, uh, what is it, Escape from Guantanamo Bay? Yep, The second Harold and Kumar movie? Yeah, he he did uh, a number of appearances in Axe Cop, of course, Comedy Bang Bang is numerous people, uh, Children's Hospital, as I mentioned in that uh, specific episode. He was on Harmontown, um, the podcast, recently, as Bernie Sanders. As Bernie Sanders again. That's where and, I actually uh, first heard him do the impression. He uh, Major Laser. Um, and the David Cross film, Hits. Yeah, I just watched I that this weekend. I've had in my queue, which I, I didn't realize he was in it. He's um, second build, actually. Yeah, which I didn't realize he was in it until it was too late to view it, like, watch it today during work hours. But I, I it's been in my queue forever in netflix because obviously i love david cross so and and david ketchner and all these other people that that are in that movie that made it totally look like it was going to be awesome and now james adomian to add to it and he was as you said second build so he's one of the and and actually uh derek waters from um uh drunk history is is a big uh, bill on that movie as well so that's uh a lot of what he's done um you can also you can find his work on earwolf uh, Funny or Die, as I mentioned, if you actually type his name in, he's got a ton of stuff that pops up on Funny or Die, or Die, especially, uh, what is it, Bernie Sanders? Isn't Boring. Isn't Boring, uh, which is really funny and one of the newer ones. Um, or go to his website, jamesadomian.com. That's uh, James, as expected, and then A-D-O-M-I-A-N. Uh, you can also find him on Twitter, at jadomian. And uh, once again, we really appreciate him sitting down and, and doing his Bernie impersonation for us, uh, impression, because... We're from Vermont, and we thought it'd be really cool. And he, he kind of he was talking a little bit later with us uh, off the air as James Domian about hopefully looking forward to maybe possibly someday considering um, popping up Burlington Way, which was really him just saying, I need to get up there someday. But we really hope it happens. He, he really awesome. wants to bring this impression to Vermont. Yeah, it'd be really great to see him. I think it would do very well. Um, and uh, so, yeah, thanks again to uh, James Domian for I being agree. with us as Bernie. And Jer, thank you. Um, You've been a big trooper this week with this interview, having to deal with all this. Uh, I kind of sprung this on Jer. 
Um, I'm the one who emailed James Nomian and asked him to be on the show, and he graciously said yes and kind of threw this at Jer. So I'm thinking if we break up the show a little bit here, I can kind of give you a breather and I'll, bad, I'll take actually. the helm here and maybe we could have because well we invited him and he arrived maybe we can have bruce bruce come in and take your seat for that a few no minutes. that was actually hoping that's the way it would work because i could actually use a little bit of a breather it's a little hot in here um as i mentioned uh i'm smelling a little bit like bo so maybe i'll take that time to slop on a little deodorant and hand or, the or, or uh, like a shower i mean we're gonna talk for like five minutes that's okay plenty yeah. of time for all right a shower. yeah well, I'll, uh, I'll i'm not trying to tell you that you can't mask the smell i'm trying to say you could just get rid of it. Just please. Get, get, <laughs> instead of smelling like B.O. with a little bit of flowery scent on top of it, just fucking wipe it off. Okay. Um, it flowery good. scent? Is that what we're calling X now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do have to say, unfortunately, we're you're about to uh, talk to an Australian who may not smell that much better. So. Oh, it depends on what boat he came over. Uh, the last time he was here, I believe he snuck on board of a pleasure cruise. Yeah. But not not on the pleasure side of it. No, no, no. He was down in the hole. It was one of those that, like, actually advertised the fact that they were going to get stuck for, like, (laughs) weeks. Like, those carnival cruise ships. Like, it's a training exercise for the crew. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have poo packs in the walls that are remote detonated. Yeah, just just boom. You're just stuck in a carnival cruise with, like, 6,000 people and shit all over the place. And he's like... Deal with it. Staff, deal with it. All right. uh, So, let's go. I'll go grab him. Hopefully, that's not the uh, the Bruce Bruce that you're about to talk to. But, um, all right. I'll go grab him. Okay. Ninja Robbings. All right. Well, Jared goes and grabs Bruce Bruce. I'd like to let everyone know who listens to our show that you can find Bruce Bruce himself on Twitter at Dingo Droppings. That's right. If you uh, if you have anything you'd like to say to him personally, or would just like to have a talk with our mate, um, go to at Dingo Droppings. We're going on into Dingo Twitter. Droppings right now. Oh, I haven't been on there for a little while, but I did promise you at some point here in the near future I was going to do another. I guess it was a big bit of a big hit. The uh, Ask Bruce Bruce we did a while ago. Oh, yeah, on the Variety Hour. Yes, uh, appara- the, the less than well-received Variety Hour. Uh, apparently, a lot of people are clamoring for that. Uh, a lot of uh, advice has been flying through my uh, my inbox. It's amazing that a lot of people are asking you uh, through your inbox for another one of those Ask Bruce Bruce's when um, we've heard nothing about this. And to add insult to injury, that episode actually has some of our lowest ratings. Oh, very, very well. But what, really what I wanted to say is I'm maybe making it up. Really, I just want to record another Bruce Bruce. Oh, yeah, uh, you know what? Bruce Any, Bruce? Anytime you want to sit down in the studio and do another Ask Bruce Bruce, we are more than willing to do well, it. Well, mainly because of this. Uh, it's actually way easier for me to do that from Australia. For me to fly my fucking ass all the way over here. Or, I don't know, maybe get stuck in a shit boat for like two weeks just to get over here just to talk to you about one or two things. So I'm really hoping maybe we can talk about a couple of extra things today to make my fucking trip worth a little while. You know, it costs me $40,000 every time I come over here. To sneak over. You know, it's cheaper to come over legally. Oh, I'll pay a lot of traffickers to get me over here for like $40,000. It's like a $900 plane ticket just to come over. I've got a fucking passport. I don't know. I didn't think about that before. (laughs) Ah, shit. I've been doing it the wrong way all the time. Well, it's, it's, I do have to say, it's it's a testament to your podcast that has actually been worth it. I'm not saying necessarily with $40,000. Kind of wish I'd spent that in other places. Like not on a ship boat. I hear that (laughs) that the non-ship cruises are actually way cheaper. But, uh... I've got some good trafficking people. They're really good guys back in Australia. They help traffic people out and in. So they, I, I do really they, don't want to take money out of their pocket. Do your trafficking people in uh, Australia, are they? do they go by the same uh, nomenclature as uh, Mexican traffickers? Are they coyotes? No, they're just, they're just, uh, they're just traffickers. They, they, go they don't more, give a clever name like dingoes? I was just going to say, actually, they, I expected you to, to assume that, but that's actually, it's not really, it doesn't, it's not 
apples to apples here. It's more like apples to dingoes. And you don't you don't give an apple to a dingo because he gets thrown away for a week. And next thing you know, he's pooping up a carnival cruise ship. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You know, you've heard the saying, don't give a dingo an apple. Next thing you know, I'll eat your baby. And if that dingo eats your baby, you know damn well he pulled the apple. And man, if he poops the apple, that's diarrhea. That smells no good. No good diarrhea. Give that dingo three more babies. Four if you're lucky. Four if you're lucky. Give birth to more babies. Fuck a little more. Fuck a little more. This is Australia. I think it goes something like that. <laughs> it's it's less, yeah. of a, less of a saying than it is a theme song, I guess. For Australia, it's, a, it's what the carnival cruises start playing with as you get into international waters. Yeah, but... Or uh, to, out of international waters, I'm sorry. To, 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 to answer your question there, uh, they don't call them dingoes, they don't call them coyotes. A lot of times they call them ruse. Or just human traffickers? Oh, because the pocket? Like they could stick an immigrant in their pocket and sneak them I somewhere? don't think they're that clever. <laughs> I think they just took something they knew existed in uh, Australia and they named it that. Because these people are actually from uh, Northern Africa and they make all their money that way. They're usually Somali pirates, etc. They make a lot of money. $40,000 at a pop for when I'm looking to come over. Uh, you know might, what? I, hey, might not be happy that you actually pointed me on to the old uh, just use my passport thing. Yeah. Do you know what I, you know what I always say about North Africa? Yes. It's in the way. Moving on. Uh, our first story here today. It is. is. It's, it's very in the way, especially when it comes to Australia. We're way down there. We're Imagine way if up you just here, knock that section right out, you'd be able to get straight shot. It's like halfway closer to Australia. Yeah. From anywhere. <laughs> The Great North African Canal, which is just a swath of land that's now ocean that used to be North Africa. Yeah, it goes from desert to uh, ocean. I'm pretty sure America's been trying to blow that part up for quite a while now. All right, Not uh, too fond of Northern Africa, are you, America? No, people up here are weird about it, I gotta say. Like, all weird. the time. They just want to, like, go in and go like, no, it's mine now. That's what Americans do. That's what some of us do. We don't all, we're not all assholes. I like how you included yourself in there. I didn't. I said some of... You're right, I did. You did? No. Oh, that usually insinuates that you're one of them. Some of them. Some of them. All right. So you're not one of the ones. You don't want to just go in there and go like, it's mine now. It's Egypt. It looks pretty nice. No. I like, I like that big pyramid over there. I guess it, I'll take it. History's taught me it's ah. not that hard to do, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, look at this little place. Ah, nice pyramid. I'll take that sphinx. Thank you very much. That's all I know about Northern Africa, apparently, is Egypt. <laughs> but I know there's some other things up there. Sand and whatnot. Pirates. You know one thing that uh, I'd like to talk to you about today? Oh. One of the reasons we brought you all the way over, and not North Africa. All right. Well, uh, I've already lost interest. The trees in Australia. Oh, I love the trees in Australia. Some of my best friends are trees. Now, um, we could go in the direction of M. Night Shyamalan and talk about how the trees are, you know, out to oh, get us. Some of my best friends are M. Night Shyamalans, too. Very confusing and, and, and people. M. Night Shyamalan sounds like an instrument an Aborigine you know, would use. It, it, I think it, At night. It irritates me the most about when I'm hanging out with M. Night is every time we uh, we go to the bar, every every drink he orders, he orders with a twist. <laughs> Get it? Like a twist of lemon. With a twist. Because M. Night likes twists. <laughs> like a little twist of lemon or a lime I or something. I cannot believe I just heard that said. Oh my god. Thank, Don't make thank friends you, with Brewster's. M. Night Shyamalan. I think this shit boat was worth it. I'm really glad he came in today. That's already worth my 40 grand. And possibly your death now that you've pointed me off and lost uh, the Somali pirates now, tens uh, of thousands of dollars. I forget from our past uh, talks. Uh, are you from the Melbourne? Born, Burn? You, Mel, Melbourne? Melbourne? No idea what you're How talking about. How do you pronounce about? it? Uh, Melbourne? Yes. Are, yes. are you from that area? Uh, well, I've lived around that area before. I'm a kind of a transient of sorts. Hence the shit boats. Okay. 
Although not hence the $40,000. Not sure where that came from. No, um, but while well, uh, well in near Melbourne as a transient, uh, I'm sure you've seen your fair share of trees. Uh, there's a story out right now. I've seen at least five trees. About how Sometimes probably all of- five of those trees that you yes, saw yes, are trees. tagged with codes and emails. Yes, really? um, they Billy have ID numbers and email addresses. And as of 2013, this program was designed... So if a tree had like a dangerous low-hanging branch or was about to fall over in a traffic or lightning yes. hit it and it's on fire, right. you could alert the authorities yes. by the ID number so they could go straight to that tree right. and deal with the problem instantly. Yes. They also have their own Instagram accounts. Apparently, uh, that's going to be the next step because people are emailing these trees not to warn of dangers, but just to say, hi, tree. For a little buggery, even. I, I Well, they actually didn't go into that in any of these stories. I mean, they did, I believe they me, did refer least... to one as love letters and uh, for the podcast listener i'm doing air quotes there's at least one of them that is definitely gets a little racy i'm not saying i know who it was written by there might be uh uh one written to a a very particular curvy tree that looks hella hella nice in whatever it's wearing and uh you know maybe if she if she was uh you know write me back write the person back at some point, maybe uh, they would come and give them a little assistance. I'm uh, I'm not familiar with Australia, house. having never visited myself. Yeah, we fuck um, trees a lot. Well, I, well, you were sexualizing a tree, and if you're going to sexualize right. a person, at some point you're going to say, take it off. Is fall a sexual season in Australia? Uh, do, and, and, and for the record... Well, I think what you're talking for, no, no, about for, is... For the okay. record, yeah. do you have fall? Well, I mean, we have a fall, but it's the, it's the opposite of your fall, yeah? Well, yeah, it's the opposite time of year. It's during our spring. Yes, yes. But do the leaves turn color and fall off the trees? They can, if you fuck them hard enough. <laughs> oh, it's actually a popular saying in Australia. You fuck the leaves right off that tree. And actually, it ports over to ladies, too. You saw fuck the leaves right off that, that tree. And people know you're talking about... Uh, so, like, you know, Eng- Eng- Englanders with their girls called birds. Uh, Australians I'll call their the bird girls twice. trees. Accidentally. I was up in the tree trying to fuck the tree. Bird got in my way. Ended up fucking a bird. Counted it as a threesome. I would. High five. No, with you. Who'd you high five? The bird? I was going to try to high five you. What was in a threesome? Oh, I, I, I wasn't there. I mean, just now. Oh. That's why my hand's been in the air for like five minutes. I know. It was kind of weird. As I'm sitting here talking to you, you just, you look like you were just holding it out like a hail well, symbol. Well, I forgot like that I actually Hitler. had to give you the, 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 the nice news for the, uh... No, you just were like Heil Hitlering for no reason this whole time. And I was staring at you going, okay, at some point this is going to end. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't I mean, sure when, but I know everything must end for no reason other than muscle controls. Gonna I give was, out. it was, it was, it was less Hitler than it was High Five. Well, uh, I sent you the link to this story, right? And yes, yes. if you'd like to read a few of these emails uh, to sure, the trees, yes. Um, there's no real need to read the ID numbers. I don't think they're all. No, just no, I'm numbers. just going to give. A, I'm just going to read just, a couple. Yeah, of them just, now, just yeah? read the uh, the general basis of the. Uh, the all right, this, this one here goes to Golden Elm. I'm so sorry you're going to die soon. Makes me sad when trucks damage your low-hanging branches. Are you as tired of all this construction work as we are? If you are, give me a ring. I'll give you a dingle dangle. It, it didn't. It didn't say that last last part. It yeah. didn't say give me a ring. I'll well, give you that dingle. That's because that's because the Atlantic, where this was published, likes to censor. Uh, and maybe I, I have a little inside information. Bruce, that, first for the for the remainder of this, we would like it if you would tone down on the editorializing. It's not editorializing. This is true. We are a legitimate news source. We right. are the biggest podcast in Vermont, as you can tell from earlier, having Bernie Sanders on our show. Right, never heard of him. Um, he's uh, he's an important uh, mythological uh, creature uh, uh-huh. that Vermonters believe in. Yeah, much like uh, a, a non-corrupt uh, Australian prime minister. They're they're the, I didn't even think that was mythological. I thought that was just straight up made up. 
Yeah, no, actually, uh, our Australian Prime Minister is actually, he's actually very by the books. He's actually very nice. Really? He's a good guy. Really? Yeah. Okay. No. He's, like, he's all like, nah, do what you want. Have fun. Don't shoot people. Have a good time. Don't fuck a tree. Why are you doing fucking that tree? Ah, all right. High five. <laughs> Next one here is two okay. Algerian, Algerian way, elk, yeah? Bruce, that was the, that, Bruce, Bruce, that was the best impression I've ever heard you do. Oh, it was very good, isn't it? It's the only one I've ever heard you do, but it's probably the best. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's literally what the Prime Minister sounds like. Oh. Oh, wait, no. It's we a racist comment much that always, we say up here that yeah, you all sound the same. We literally all sound the same. Okay. I cannot tell who's talking on the phone when I call... Sometimes I call people on the phone from my own family. I'm like, is this me talking? And I realize it couldn't happen. Unless I was in some weird matrixy kind of thing. This one's to Algerian Oak. Goes, dear Algerian Oak, thank you for giving us oxygen. Thank you for being so pretty. Boy, what I wouldn't give her a moment with you in the sun. Take off your leaves. It, no, no, you just stopped halfway through. It says other things. I don't know where I'd be without you to extract my carbon dioxide from my pants. I no, no, no. There's, there's actually nothing about heaven at this point. I would probably be in heaven. Stay strong. Stand tall amongst the crowd, much like my ding dong. No, you are. You the are gift the gift that... that keeps on giving. Stop editorializing. You're not. You're not. You're we, not are, we were going to speak about wildlife, podcast. but we... don't have enough time and have other priorities. Unfortunately, like trying to get up inside. Yeah. No, no. It ends at our priority. One day, our environment will podcast. be our priority. No, this is a news podcast. Two We're here to report the news. How y'all, Oak? Just saying how do. My name is Quiris Ilba. I don't know why my mom named me something so stupid, but I'll tell you one thing. Definitely want to fuck ya. Well, that one was word for word. Okay. Uh, is there any more? It's it. Nope, there's one more at the bottom of the page. Oh, there's one more. You want me to read it? Oh, yeah. Dear Greenleaf Film, boy, oh boy, do I have an erection. I hope you like living at St. Mary's. Most of the time, I'll think about St. Mary too. Boy, oh boy, it's not thinking about St. Mary taking his knickers off. I don't know why St. Mary now is a, is a man, but apparently it is. But it doesn't matter, you're just a tree. You can't really read this, can you? Or can you? And if you are, you're reading it on paper or on email. Because if it's printed out, you're kind of an asshole for printing out one of your friends. You ever think about that? Printing out one of your friends like a little asshole? Well, you don't have much exams because you're a tree. Why did I bring that up? Because I probably missed a paragraph. <laughs> I don't think that there's much more to talk about as we don't have a lot in common. You being a tree and such, and me just want to fuck you. But I'm glad we're in this together. Sincerely, if. How appropriate. <laughs> I like that. All right. Um, you know what? I'm not going to get too much more into this because we actually spent a lot of time on it. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, what I think I would like to get into is a little bit of a new segment we want to do. And because we have you here in the studio, All right. and we do this Floridian segment, I think you've heard it on our yes, show before. Yes, I'll give you a little crap about that because you make it sound like all the crazies are from Florida. In, and I know, like, I mean, it's crazy all over the place, but there's a hell of a lot of them in Australia. Oh, most definitely. And that's why we've decided to go to the victorianpolicenews.com.au. And essentially what this is, is it's an online police blotter for Australia. Right. Um, I sent you a link earlier today to a story in particular that I thought was kind of interesting. Yes. And I figured you could read it on air and then just give us your little take on it. All right. Yes. Um, um, and, you know, I'll, I'll even ask you what you think about it after because uh, I'm curious, like, how you would accept this in, in America. Exactly. This is how much I like what I thought about it. This story came from uh, last Thursday, July 9th, 2015, and it is entitled Mick Busted at Point Cook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a man has lost his car for 30 days after he's caught eating a McFlurry. It's from a McDonald's, which you guys know very well. Hey, hey, hey no, no, no. Sorry, Bruce, Bruce. I didn't mean to jump all over you. No buzz marketing on our show. Well, uh... A, a that, popular fast food chain internationally known. That happens to sell McFlurries? 
Yes, All I, right. I'll allow that. All right, and steering his car with his knees in Point Cook uh, that afternoon. Uh, uh, this... there, no buzz marketing for the community either. All right, um, here we go. Uh, individuals were traveling alongside a car of sorts, maybe, on a freeway, maybe, when they allegedly saw a male and or female and or transgender driving, eating some kind of creamy type food with two or maybe more or maybe less hands at about between midnight and midnight. State Highway Patrol Central members intercepted the thing and the guy in his whatever allegedly tested positive for yummies. Drugs. The Harper's Crossing man had his car immediately impounded. He's expected to be charged on summons with drives while suspended, careless driving, and other traffic-related offences. The samples will be tested, and if the test results are confirmed, the man will also be charged with drug driving. Now, this is just another day. That's what I say. And I, I understand maybe uh, driving with your knees is not the, the wisest thing, but the worst thing in this whole thing, I think, is eating a McFlurry from an unnamed fast food chain. It's terrible for you. It is. It's not even... I, I think you called it a dairy-based frozen substance. It's. I don't think there's dairy in those, to be honest. I don't think I called it it, but yes. You said something along those lines. Our listeners will go back and fact check you, Bruce. You told me to say something like that, yes. I uh, said not to buzz market on our show because we have sponsors and we have people we shout out, but we just can't go buzz marketing any old name brand. All right, so this McFlurry... For all we, for all we know, may for all we know the, the not-to-be-named uh, before-mentioned fast food establishment with international ties to various restaurants in various countries could be accused of raping people tomorrow. Is it what happened? No, but we would I would hate to be buzz marketing. By the time people are listening to this, tomorrow's I, yesterday. They'd know by now. I know, but I'd hate to buzz market a company that could be accused of rape a day after we report on it. Why is it going to be rape, man? I, it could be murder. Oh, right, being murder? That's terrible. It's just like, he's just trying to sell dairy-based uh, substitute drinks. <laughs> dairy-based substitute drinks. All right. Um, thank you for uh, indulging us with Absolutely. this uh, this yes. new segment. Uh, every time we have you on, I think we're going to pull up a uh, new Victoria Police News blotter story. Oh, just and anyway, we'll, it's, it's, uh, Victoria is actually uh, one of the tamer areas, which is probably why they brought this up. I can definitely find some good ones out there. There's just as many Australian uh, Australian man stories as there are Florida man stories. I'll bring you a segment here and there. Yeah, exactly. Sure. This is our way of giving the world a taste of uh, people who are more dumb than people in Florida, and they all live in Australia. Yeah, culture, baby. So, yeah, Bruce Bruce, thank you for coming in. Absolutely. I'm going to go uh, give you a handshake here. Oh, I missed. Uh, wow, you are fast. He's already walking out the door. Um, okay, Bruce Bruce. Uh, I, it looked like he tried grabbing my forearm, but I don't know. I don't really understand what happened there. Maybe it's a weird thing in Australia where they check each other's arms for knives where they shake hands. Yeah, I just saw Bruce Bruce, like, zipping out the door. Did he try shaking your hand, too? Because it was literally, like, a weird swipe. Like, he tried grabbing my elbow. No, he actually, he just... But he missed. He and then he followed the, through and ran. No, he just pushed me to the side. That's and, weird. Yeah. I mean, I just thought maybe you offended him or something, but... No, was, no, no. I was going to go shake his hand, and he yeah. just ran. No, I was hoping to catch up with him for a little bit, because I, I don't have a chance to see How him. How was your shower, before. by the way? Uh, I still smell like B.O. I was scrubbing for, like, 15 minutes, and... It's just. Are I'm, you are you gonna finish the rest of the show I'm in that towel? More body odor than a man. Um, the one wrapped around your head. The oh, the towel over my head. Yeah. 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 And you gonna put on any clothes off, at all? Yeah. No, not at all. I want to drip dry. Okay. I'm a drip dryer. You do not know that. Your your hair is like cut to an inch length, but you have the towel around your head like you have a lot of hair up there. Well, it makes me look like I've got a lot of hair up there. Yep. Yeah. 
Okay. And the rest is just, I mean, I got to That's why I put a towel around my waist and tie it off at the waist is I want to pretend like I have a whole lot of hair down there. Oh, I see. Like you're just uh, nothing but bush. But yeah, like I want to give the image that I'm nothing but bush, but I, I tramp religiously, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like religiously, like I take a cross and I sharpen the bottom of it. <laughs> you just, you It becomes, you it becomes a straight with, razor. <laughs> you shave with a religious symbol. Yeah. I see. Uh, yeah. The other end I polished okay. uh, smooth for other. The reasons. Moving on. Okay. I um, don't think I want to get into that. Um, you know what? We have a few web droppings this week. Do you want to jump right into those, and then maybe we could uh, say goodbye to all these fine people? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Web dropping. Jerry, you bring the first story to the table this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might think that programming languages are boring. Um, yeah, incredibly. And uh, I love what they make for us, though. It's kind of amazing that you can open up a computer and see a web page flourishing with. Blinking ads, banner ads, pop-up ads, countdown ads that you can click to continue to get to the next page. Yeah, to which is just more <laughs> pop-ups and countdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, and my favorites are when you open up a web page and um, all that great coding that went into it that's so amazing mm-hmm. then opens up your app, downloading app, to tell you to get Candy Crush or something. Oh, man. I love the Candy Crush uh, openers. Yep. It's like my favorite. I like the ones that just ask you if you're sure you want to do it. Whenever, Yeah, whenever that happens, I just chuckle like, oh, iPhone, you're yeah. crushing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure? And then I just smile and I shrug. And I swipe that page away and I keep doing my own thing because you know what? My time's not valuable. No, it's not. That's why you have a, a smartphone. That's why I don't put a pop-up blocker on my computer or an ad block. That's why. I, I like that these people work so hard to make this clever coding. That's why you co-host a podcast. Yeah, this podcast now with 20% more pop-up ads. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I those, don't know. The, is that the sound of pop-up ads? Is it? No, it's like Skype. Oh, yeah, you're right. I just Which is more like a retarded version of that. Like, wait, that's, that's Skype. Skype? Yeah. That's Skype? Yeah. It's like a, a, a slow version of uh, the Charlie Brown. S- the Skype startup sound kind of sounds like a modem and a xylophone had a baby and then it fell down the stairs. And for some reason, that's like, that's their branding, too. They chose that. It may have happened like on accident for a little while, and then they're like, "No, you know what? This is this is Skype now." Yeah. You know, you don't have to fucking have that sound. Nope. It's not ringing. Nope. nope. Just go like ringing, ringing, or something like that, or maybe like uh, like a dancing bear. Yep. And I, pre- about I appreciated those uh, Apple FaceTime commercials that came out attacking those ad campaigns that right. Skype had, basically pointing out that if a xylophone and an '80s modem had sex, the xylophone's a baby toy. It's a baby. 80s modems are raping babies. And the product? Skype. Oh, wait, so... Skype's the product of of an old, old, old technology having sex with a very young, young, young technology. Well, that's not really demonizing Skype. They're just saying you're a product of... of, uh, of You're like Freddy Krueger. You're you're the son of a a thousand murderers because that's how semen works. (laughs) Yeah, you, you mix you just, it. You just mix it all up into a you know a thousand cum shots into your mama. And Do you know that's actually? I've a, seen that movie. Did you actually know it's a tribal belief in uh, some cultures that they really will have like the woman in the tribe if she wants to get pregnant will have sex with all the men who have features that she wants her kid. Oh, to they have. all mixed together. Like so, uh, the idea is yeah, their sperm all mixes and she gets a super kid. You know what I just watched recently? No. Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Same theory? Uh, same theory. His mom, their mom, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger's mom, 
Um, they go to a laboratory and they shake up like seven men's worth of stuff. Like he had the body of Hercules and he had the brain of not Hercules. And they mix it together and blast it into his mom's v- vagina, etc. And or maybe they do something else. They don't really get into details because of this episode of Lost Alone Podcast brought to you by Vagina Blasters. Now four to a pack <laughs> and refrigeratable. Yeah, it's just like a. <laughs> I just picture like the Super Soaker commercials, like yeah, and they're like, oh, it's a horrible fun. product for the environment. It's literally a Super Soaker sized cannon that has this one pack that's like a pudding pack inside it's as just ammo filled you with shoot multiple men's cum, and then you throw the whole thing in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> because we're well, because then it's just tainted by all that sperm, and you can never yeah. wash that out. Yep. Uh, so it's, anyway, speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, this person, uh, uh, this person, this, I've, I've not named, I don't know who they are. Um, they have created what they call an esoteric programming language. These are programming languages that are pretty much created just to be funny and or stupid and or annoying. Um, and I'll, I'll actually get to mention a few more in a little bit. But uh, this this one here is actually called Arnold C. I'm on that one now, right now, and I have a see. There's a download link. Yes. Well, you can, you can actually use this programming language to write any program that you would in like the C compiling or a C programming language, and it compiles down to I believe C code. So which means you can pretty much build anything. But really, what they've done is take the um, a lot of the logic. You know, in programming languages, you have kind of simple logic, uh, true and false statements called booleans. You've got if statements. You know, like if this, then this, else this. Go to blah blah blah. Not go to so much, but um, uh, then they've got like uh, comparison operators that we're used to in math: plus minus equals greater than. Well, actually, uh, operators are plus minus div- divide whatever. Um, so this person actually went through and took these main components of the C program programming language and pretty much replaced them with lines from. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. So when you type these, they essentially compile down to these real, uh, real pieces of the programming language. So it essentially works, but you have to type it in these Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, lines. So I'll just read a couple of them off. There's some of the keywords. Uh, true and false are a little bit simple. They've got you know, false is I lied. I lied. True is no problemo. Um, else I really like. So if this, uh, then this. Else this would be uh, bullshit. My favorite is the end of the if statement, which is you have no respect for logic, which I have not figured out where that came from. I haven't Googled it yet. What Tried movie? To, no, yeah. I'm not You have really no respect sure. for logic. Um, actually, my favorite one, because I love puns, um, is the division operator. He had to split. Get it? No, uh, division. Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> division. Uh, okay, it took yeah. me a second. Um, okay, return. Pretty easy one. I'll be back. So when okay. you type a return yeah. statement. The, my favorite one, though was declare int, which is declaring an integer value in programming language, saying mm-hmm. this is going to be an integer, or in C especially. Math. For some reason, they decided to choose this one as Hey Christmas Tree. I had to look that up. Do you know which Arnold movie that comes from? Uh, The the Christmas one. You would think. I thought it was Jingle All the Way. It's actually, yeah. uh, apparently it's Running Man. There's a lighthead like, Hey Lighthead, Hey Christmas Tree. Really? Yeah, and he's running somebody off the road. I think it was Yeah, I remember Man. that. I Running Man is a great that. movie. I think you can still see that on uh, Netflix for all those who haven't seen it. Arnold for all, for all those best. who haven't gone blind since 1989. Arnold at his best. Anyone um, who's gone blind since 1989 can enjoy finding it on cable and listening to it. That's true. That is true. Honestly, with, with Arnold, you might as well just listen. Like, half the fun is the dumb shit that he says. Yeah, fuck it. If you, I don't care if you're blind. You know what he looks like. Uh, parse error. <laughs> so when something's parsing the, the code and, and has a problem, it, it the the uh, error that it throws... I mean, the what you actually use for that is, what the fuck did I do wrong? So you can actually write code, and there's some examples on the website, um, purely in Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes. Um, some other esoteric languages that I like, I think I'll just go to my absolute favorite, 
which is just called white space. Um, behind the scenes of a text editor, there are like paragraphs and new lines and tabs and spaces that you can't see that are considered white space, but that but beneath the scenes here, uh, the uh, the text editor knows about. So this whole uh, white space programming language, esoteric programming programming language, only uses tabs and white space as their pieces. So every program is just blank uh, that you write, and you actually have to like try to figure out where like tabs are because that means something versus a space in huh. a combination of a space tab and two spaces. Um, there are some that are just complete gibberish. There's one that's called ook, which has three things that you can do with it. You type ook, you type ook with a uh, exclamation point, or you type ook with a question mark. That's and, it. And you write that's entire programming language. and you write and sometimes like six ooks with. Exclamations and one uh, ook with a question mark would be one thing. Um, oh, so it's, it's, supposed it's, to be bi it's binary with a third integer. Right, yeah, well, it's really supposed to just be make uh, languages as useless as possible. But the fact is, at the end of the Arnold C language, you would actually have a really sweet Arnold Schwarzenegger script. And I'm curious to see if you actually put some of these together, what kind of um, uh, programs it would actually create. Right. So that is my technology geek segment for now. Well, to bring this thing back to what the rest of us can understand, the internet has websites and apps. Yay! You can do things with websites! And a website that you probably wouldn't think that you could buy stuff on is uh, Instagram. Uh, Instagram's where people like to put all their photo collections and pretend that everybody's a photographer. Right. I yeah. actually had a really great Instagram account when it first came out and was just like, nah. I, I folded well, it. Well, I think, still have one, but I made a new one only begrudgingly because people are like, do you see this picture on Instagram? Do you blah, blah, blah. Now well, I can be like, yeah, let me well, go Well, the look. thing about it is, but here's my argument about Instagram. It's the least offensive to me of all of them because it's one thing if somebody pretends they're a photographer, big, big deal. You can kind of ignore that and you can subscribe just to photographers and they will pretty much post just photos. Whereas on Facebook, I can't even be on because even, even my good friends like will that I kind of want to hear from every now and again, nine times out of 10 are just posting shit. I just, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. So I, I feel like with social media, the fewer characters you're really not allowed, but that generally make their way into the feed, the better. Um, Facebook, you can pretty much just talk as until like, oh yeah, people maybe like what I have to say. Fuck you. No, they don't. You've never said anything worth listening to in your entire life. Why do you think the whole world has to listen to it? If, Stop if arguing. You wanna, if you want to talk um, about my Facebook feed after we're done with Twitter. the show, we, we, we can totally have a moment and just you can um, you and I can have mono mono talk. Twitter, Twitter is less obnoxious for the same reason. I feel like if you find the right people to follow, they're probably like, oh, okay. They're not just friends you're following. You're following entities, separate individuals. Like It's more like... You might follow friends. Most people are following, like, you know, Dan Harmon's and stuff. And they have things to say. And it's funny to even hear their day-to-day -day thoughts. And then Instagram, you can really narrow it down. Like, I only follow artists on Instagram. Like, I follow artists and a couple of... I don't really care to see, like... I follow some of my friends out of... I like, follow friends nice, mainly. But I really... Cosplayers. I, just, I generally don't... Cosplayers, yes. That's good. Um, but the... Uh, I follow most, cosplayers on Facebook, too. And I always feel creepy when I hit like. Because I realize, as soon as I hit like, that I have, like, four or five hundred Facebook friends... Who then all get in their feed? Scott like this, and it's some yeah, girl like, like yeah. shoving her ass out, but she's dressed With like, like Psylocke from X Men. So yeah, that's why you like it. So <laughs> of course, and it's good. Like it's it's a good costume, and I, I, I only look at it for the Psylocke. Well, <laughs> to be honest, I appreciate cosplay because it is an art. I like arts and crafts and well, making it things. It takes a lot to make that yeah. shit. And, well, and maybe then, not just like somebody who like sprays the word Psylocke onto their tits. <laughs> just like I'm I'll, Psylocke. I like now. that too. <laughs> yeah. 
But like, uh, she I put th- a lot of work into those. But at the same time, like, it's an appreciation of everything. It's like modeling, photography, right. post production. Because some of these people add like CG backgrounds and uh, powers. Yeah, like, and they're the, not the, all just like. And they're not generic. And yeah. the better the, they are, the better I'll like them on any social media platform. Right. It's not just because. And guys, and girls too. Like, it's not even gender based. But I still feel awkward if there's ever some like hottie on there dressed as some super awesome character from like Adventure Time. Well, because then you're and like, you well, like, I'm... and you're like, did I just like the equivalent of a bro liking a bikini pic from Playboy yeah, on which, Facebook? It's, which it, it's not always the same because I don't feel like they're the same. No, especially but... since you're like, well, I actually, if you could explain to people, no, I, I really yeah. appreciate it. But I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> I appreciated that too, and like hard, really, yeah, with my penis thrusting at them. You! <laughs> Ang- you angrily pointing at that them was, and masturbating. Yeah. Um, that was a fun little thing we did earlier. <laughs> hey, uh, back to the story Insta- though. Instagram, anyway. Yeah, so I'm okay with Instagram. Uh, this for the is most something part because some really fun stuff makes it onto Instagram. Just photos. You don't have to always listen to the fucking. Well, not just uh, photos. Blah. This is the idea: is that I didn't know you could buy and sell things. On I Instagram. guess there's a hashtag for sale that a lot of people use. Yeah, so you can yeah. put items up on Instagram, and if you use that hashtag, you can look for things. And what we have here is a small list. Of Most some of the stranger things, obviously, yeah. but we can explain some. Of them. Well, what we'll do is uh, this comes from a website called Distractify, and what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll put a link up on our webpage, lostatomepodcast.com. Uh, this will be included with all the other links to everything else we've talked about in this episode, and from there you can actually see some of these things firsthand. So if and you're I would curious, like you to all, come here. I would like you to all like listen to us because a lot of these are going to be. They're, it's not going to do us justice by saying them. They're going to sound interesting. So picture them in your head first, and then go to this link and see what they actually look like. Like um, number one, yes. a plague mask made entirely of rats. Yeah, because I don't know what that would look like without looking it up. And well, I first, never would have thought this, and it's fucking I cool. looked at it, and it looks like it's a fox's face cut yeah. off with rats extending its nose out so yeah. it has the plague mask hooked nose yeah. but it's not it's actually three or four separate rats that make up the face part alone yes. yeah because you can see where it's stitched and some of like the legs popping out like they sewed these I mean dead rats and the skins of these rats not just like live rats uh, tied together but um, I'd like to believe it was live rats that they, they sewed together and then <laughs> and it took they, them forever to get this picture of them not squirming perfectly. no they allowed it to dry yeah okay they sprayed it with a lacquer uh, and the let ne- those fuckers suffocate. Yeah. The next one down is bear molar, molar yes. earrings. Now, These I- are a pair of earrings made out of the molars of bear teeth and are on little golden chains. I wonder how many of these they have to sell. How many bear molars? Because people hunt bears, so I guess you can... It says a good thing to do, I think. This person said is in this, uh, this listing, I've only got one pair of matching teeth like this. So this will be the only pair. So, I mean, and matching is, as much as they're matching, it came from the same yep. bear, most likely. Also, we have a creepy vintage baby doll, it which just looks like a legit baby creepy doll. They're just selling it, so it's like an eBay item. Yep. That one could be a little cooler. Lizard in a jar. Yep, it's literally a uh, desert lizard in a jar My guess is liquid. My guess is how you all uh, imagine it is exactly what it looks like here. Um, so, yep. You know, the, the next one, actually, I wanted to, I looked this guy up. Andre Pike um, selling a spooky charcoal painting. I want to buy this painting. Um, it's actually, you know, charcoal. They call it charcoal painting or charcoal drawing, whatever. Um, it doesn't say that it's uh, not for sale anymore. And I actually found a couple other things of his that I really liked on his on his page. So I actually might reach out and see what he sells this stuff for. Because this is fucking weird and creepy. I really like it. It's a it's a cool, I, I like creepy art. This is kind of reminiscent a little bit of like uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, kind of black and white. Um, style charcoal painting. Um, that one's actually pretty cool. So I'll ch- check that one out. Um, what is it? Cicada shells? 
Yeah, I saw that. That was kind of interesting in the same aspect as the lizard in the jar. Yeah, it looks like something that would come out of, like, I don't know, a weird, like, doctor's lab. Yeah, like, I, you could I, put it up as a Halloween decoration. And I wasn't surprised by the skull wall art. It's pretty cool because it's got, like, nails coming out of the skull and it's it's mounted. But it's stuff I've seen before. Um, so I wouldn't... It's creepy, but it's not, like, surprising. Now, skipping ahead to number 10 on this list, uh, yeah. the antique tattoo kit. That, yes. I don't understand what I'm looking at because it looks like those neck rings that certain African tribal women wear to right. extend their yep. necks yep. with a skull on top mm -hmm. with the jaw held by metal hinges. Yes. I don't see a tattoo kit here. Yeah, and apparently it's from uh, Burma, Myanmar, Burma is what it says. Yeah, it says for sale antique tattoo kit from Myanmar, Burma. And it just holidays a skull on top sale. of the uh, neck rings. Yep. So I don't get it. I, I don't either. I'd have to look into it a little bit more. This is from Skultura on, on Instagram. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, some weird stuff. Again, uh, not doing it too much justice by talking about it. You'll have to go and check it out uh, on, right. the, uh, on the webpage. And I think... I think that rounds out our show for this week. Does, yeah. We uh, we had a good week. We had Bernie on, um, James Adomian. We thank you again for doing this. Yeah. Uh, we managed to shout out the In Session Film Podcast and right. the Dark Hours Podcast for helping us out. Uh, we have a helper for the show, uh, Christopher Ball, who is our media guy. He helps get us uh, interviews and helps find us stories. And he tweets us out and Facebooks He's... us out. You can find him on Twitter at uh, Garbage Pale Kid 7. It was, no, it's it's Garbage Fire on, on Pails. Garbage Fire on, I'm sorry, 19, I had to apologize to him for this the other day. He actually tweeted me just a few minutes ago and said, I, I can't believe I made my Twitter name easier to remember. No, 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 no. it's it's Pile of Fucking Garbage 1980. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was uh, Gingers are uh, People too. Shit Ginger. But two is two, like the first one's taken, but it also it's T-O-O. -O. Oh, you're right. I Yeah, maybe something like that or Irish Shit Ginger Shit Shit. Yeah, Some... Ginger Poop Shit. Uh... Bucket. Fucking fucky shit fuck. Maybe it's at Christopher Ball. Maybe we I, could I be just completely off. I think you're right. It's All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I'm so sorry, Chris. Yeah. All right. So find our uh, find our balls. helper for the show yeah. at Christopher's Balls. And um, I believe you can find uh, what Bruce Bruce at Dingo Droppings. Dingo Droppings. And you like can find us yep. at the Lost at Home. Right. You can find Jer at Sonic Jalopy. Uh, some songs coming your way, hopefully pretty soon. I got some free time in my hands for sort of uh, to make some five star reviews. Bing bang bong, gonna do them. Okay. Someday it'll be 2017 by the time you hear them. But listen up, because they're gonna happen before the end of the summer, really. Yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, make sure to come back next week. We've got another great show for you. And uh, yeah, later. Bye. As I went walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Islands. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. I roamed and rambled, I followed my footsteps from the sparkling sands of your diamond desert 
And all around me a voice was sounding This land was made for you and me This land is your land This land is my land From California to the New York Scrolling, the wheat fields waving, the dust clouds rolling. A voice was chanting as the fog was lifting. This land was made for you 